And something that um, I've learned with maturity, um, and it has helped me um, keep going, is this perspective that when bad things happen, instead of you know focusing on it and becoming dejected and, and making you not uh, go for other things or reach your goals or quitting on whatever, this perspective of sort of, why didn't that work out and what can I learn from that? And oh, by the way, I think I'm glad it didn't work out because I, I just feel like the universe has a way of, of blocking those things not meant for you, even if you wanted them. And usually it takes time to realize that. When you need advice on beauty, who are you gonna call? Beauty Call with Janice McQueen. Janice is easy and loves to have casual yet informative conversations on sex, beauty, love, fashion, work-life balance, diet, fitness, nutrition, relationship, and life's ups and downs. Join the Beauty Call podcast and learn inside secrets to true beauty. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Beauty Call Podcast. I'm your host, Janice McQueen. Do you ever feel as if you just don't measure up, that things don't go your way, and you're constantly comparing yourself to other people? Well, it's time that you change your perspective and have gratitude for the things that you have and learn how to manifest those beautiful things in your life and to appreciate the things that are already beautiful in your life. Well, today's guest understands it all. She is going to talk about empowerment for women and men and how we can manifest our best lives now. Elaine Espinola is a multimedia broadcast professional. She is a television producer, a host, a speaker, a spokesperson, and an international best-selling author. She was also Mrs. DC America in 2015, and she continues to promote the platform Empowerment for Women and advocates on behalf of small businesses and for the empowerment of women and girls everywhere. Elaine produces and hosts Capital Connect, a lifestyle television show which entertains and empowers its audience through interviews with experts around our nation's capital on a variety of trending topics that encourages conversation, connection, and community. She is also a podcast host for The Bistro. Elaine and I have a great conversation and really deep dive into what it takes to empower ourselves and others. Enjoy the show. Hey, Elaine, how are you? Hey, Janice, how are you? I'm doing oh. fantastic, and it's so great to hear your voice. Oh, it's so great to hear your voice, too. Oh, my goodness, girl, I have missed you. It's been too long. It's been too long, and Janice, I have a, just a funny story. Of course, you and I met when we both judged Miss World back in, I, I think it was maybe 2016. And was is that right? Is that 2016? 20, it was 2015. 15. Okay, that was so much fun. It was such an incredible experience. I loved it. I love meeting you. I love that we're still connected. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, we stayed in touch this all these years. Just today, I received an invitation to be a judge for USA National Miss Virginia. And I, I checked my calendar. I'm available. I said, yes, it's been a minute since I've judged the pageant. I love doing that. I love ever. And we'll talk about this empowerment, you know, for women. And, and that's, we both find pageantry so empowering. But I thought, how random and funny and ironic that you and I are connecting today after all this, all these years, we met judging a pageant and just today out of nowhere, I'm invited to judge another pageant. I just I thought that was really funny. Well, this just proves it. I so believe that energy creates energy. And when you yes. put it out there in the world that you want, you want to do things and you yes. want to help people and you want to be involved and you want to connect with people. And, it, you know, and honestly, we've connected, we stayed connected on Facebook yep. all these years and I've watched you and all the great things you're doing. And, and I, and I love staying in touch and we don't get to see each other cause we're on different coasts, but you know, I've always just looked up to you so much. We had the best time judging that pageant. It was also Miss United States, Miss yes. World America. We had the best judging panel. And I had the best time. I really did. It was in Washington, so D.C. And we just had a blast. And it was just connecting with other powerful men and women that are just truly making a difference. And, you know, and so when I, when I started this podcast last year, you were one of the first people that I thought about. And I'm just, I'm slowly getting through my, my quote unquote Rolodex of people that I know. And I realize I know so many people. And it's because of, you know, 
this is not a show about pageantry necessarily, but I know so many people through networking and through pageantry and people that are just wanting to make a difference in the world. And you are definitely one of those women. So so amazing that you got this opportunity. And I really believe in that whole philosophy of yes. And if you have that, that yes, just not saying no, but just saying yes to stuff. Just Absolutely. I feel like it's the story of my life. I say yes and I figure it out later and it always works out somehow. Amen. <laughs> and if I change my mind, guess what? I changed my mind. We have the prerogative to change our mind for sure. <laughs> That's right. It, I never consider it like it didn't work out or I quit. It's like I changed my mind. <laughs> I changed my mind. Then, no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the yes hand is just so great. And things don't always work out. They don't. And we say yes to things and they don't always work out maybe because we changed her mind maybe it just wasn't the right circumstance for us but I am one of those who just believes in the yes and philosophy and so that just brings us to really what our topic of the show is today and that is you know empowerment for men and women but especially you know since we're women we're going to empower women this is our year we're going to take on 2020 yes Janice I love it I love it so much and you know (laughs) this is really for me so here we are it's 2020 um, and, and five years ago, and again, this isn't about pageantry, but this is what led me to just really in, embracing this as just a, just a lifestyle and as a mission. But in, 20, in 2015, um, my platform as Mrs. DC America was Empowerment for Women Through Entrepreneurship. And, you know, that year was phenomenal. It was wonderful. But here I am five years later, and, and the truth is I, I absolutely continue to promote this message and do all that I can to advocate for girls and women because I just believe it is so important and so just awesome and so impactful for the lives of not only women, but hey, let's face it, we're the decision makers in the home. We are the teachers in our home to children. When women succeed, communities succeed, communities succeed. And so that's why I just feel so passionate about about this. And I, and I don't mean to say that, you know, you need to drop everything and support every single thing a woman does. But what I'm saying is we need to encourage women to do more and then yes, support what they're doing, men and women supporting women. Um, there's just, obviously it's not just like a, a one size thing, but there's just so much that goes into it and all of it comes out leading to a more empowered me and an important, more empowered you and more empowered children. And all of it is, um, it's really served me well. And so I love talking about it. You know, I could not agree more. And I think so many of us, you know, myself included, go through, you know, the ups and the downs of sure. And of you sometimes have self-doubt, but that's just part of the process. If I could just make that clear to everyone, you know, that is the part of the process. And if you're going through something, guess what? Your your friend is going through something. Your neighbor is mm-hmm. going through something. Another, you know, woman in your community or a man in your community is going through something. But it doesn't mean that you say no to other opportunities or that you say no to your dreams. You keep going. You keep trying. And lifting each other up is also part of the empowerment process because if it can happen for one person it can happen for you too absolutely you know, it's absolutely about, you know, it's about lifting each, us, each other up and not here let's be honest women you know women don't always lift each other up there's a right. lot of jealousy out there yeah. you know I see it in the workforce I see it in the community and I feel it and sometimes when I find myself feeling a little bit maybe not jealous might be the wrong word but mm-hmm. I guess it's bad to say envious of someone else's dream then I stop myself immediately in my tracks and go hey Janice guess what if they can do it and I love them for doing it and I support them from doing it guess what your dream can come true as well I love that. Yes. You just have to put the steps in place mm-hmm. to do it. I'm a big believer in setting that wish, that goal, that dream, mm-hmm. writing it down on paper and slowly building that process to mm-hmm. where you reach that dream. And sometimes it does take longer than you want yeah. it to, yeah. but it's all about saying yes and, and believing in yourself. So let's talk about your 
all the things that you've done. I mean, you are a beautiful woman inside and out, and you were Mrs. DC America, a gorgeous, gorgeous representative for married women throughout your your region, but also throughout the world, throughout the country. Oh, it's done you. such an amazing, you know, you're amazing representative. But let's break it down to what you have been doing and oh, how you have empowered yourself throughout the years, especially being as a working mom. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all of that. And um, yeah, so first and foremost, I consider myself a loving wife and a grateful mom. Um, and so while I work and I pursue all of these things, I have three kids. And this is, you know, this is what I center my life around and, and everything that I do. Um, and so I have the three kids at home. I uh, produce a television show and, and host the show. It's called Capital Connect. And what I like to do is feature and highlight impactful people and impactful causes, those people and organizations that are making a difference in the world. And, you know, typically I'm having guests on that are doing things in or around our nation's capital, because this is where I live right outside of DC. And it has been phenomenal. Um, I too have met so many incredible people and I, and I feel um, and here we here we're gonna go right. We're gonna sprinkle in little tips along the ways of yes. how other people's can, other people can um, increase their own confidence and empower themselves. But one of those tips is surrounding yourself with great people, and you know it's just a matter of reaching out, reaching out to great people, and through the opportunity of interviewing such impactful people that have started nonprofits and are doing really great things to champion for domestic violence or human trafficking and all kinds of other really important social causes. I feel like I've garnered such a, a great uh, network of people that I can reach out to who inspire me to be a better me, you know? And, and like you said, there are times when, when you look at other people and you see their journey and you're like, wow, that person's killing it. I would love to do that, right? And, and I think, you know, another great kind of thing to keep in mind is if, if when you have those feelings of doubt, try not to compare yourself. I know it's hard, right? It's, it's so hard not to compare yourself to others, but I think it's really important in, in your own journey of empowerment and successes, not to compare your journey with someone else's. They might be on top of your, their game and you're just starting. And by the way, we all go through the ups and downs. You know, I had a phenomenal 2015 and 2016 was great, but my 2017 was horrible. My father passed away. Aww. I was in the dumps, you know, just things. I'm just saying it's life. And, yes. and things are not always rainbows and butterflies. And I'm, oh. I'm here to just remind everyone of that because that's huge. And I think as women, um, maybe that's where uh, jealousies come into play, right? You see other people and you just think everything's great over there. But guess what? They're just like you and I, and they've got their insecurities and their downtimes and things that knock them down. Um, not that that should make you feel better, right? But what I'm no. saying, yes. we, we all go through that. And don't ever think that whomever you're looking up to has just got it going on 24 seven. We well, all there's just a saying, you know? yeah, there's a saying that, you know, everybody's got something yeah. and you just don't know, you have no idea what another person's gone through and you have to go through the valleys to reach the mountains, right? Yeah. You have to get to the point. There's always a starting point. And I agree with you with don't compare. I mean, if we're, mm -hmm. we're going to talk about that, I mean, going back again, because we met through pageantry is yeah. if I went around and compared myself to everybody that I competed with, I never would have won because I am five foot four. I mean, yes. you're short like me. I'm shorter than you. I'm five foot <laughs> Yes. So and what around us? got where we got right and I'm like I can't compare myself to that five foot ten Amazon beautiful model that's standing next to me that's competing with me okay. I just have to stay in my lane and be the best me that I can be okay. and then when I do that and when I've done that and when I teach that I see other people do it that's when you succeed when you don't compare yeah because your journey is different than anybody else's so that's a great tip don't compare yourself with others ever mm -hmm. and surround yourself with great people and that's a whole topic right there oh, in yeah. itself is you constantly want to meet new people of course keep your circle close of your mm -hmm. your closest friends and you know help lift them up because we all go through things but surround yourself with great people and allow yourself to be stretched because you don't I mean, honestly, you don't want to be the most successful and the smartest person in your circle of friends. Right. You want, right. you always want to have someone there that is lifting you up and stretching you to be even better than you 
are now because guess what? That's going to elevate you. And then you're going to help someone that is not on your level just yet mm-hmm. elevate them up too. Mm-hmm. So you're, it's going to be, it's, that's just sort of how is you're always going to be in the middle that way. There's always going to be someone that's helping lift you up and someone else that yes. you're lifting up. Yes. And if you have that kind of attitude, then, then you're going to go far, you know, instead of having like sort of the opposite attitude where, you know, you made it far, but you're not willing to help anyone else, you know, yeah. or, or, you know, or whatever it is. But, you know, and, and earlier we talked about, well, okay, so two themes, themes coming together here, you know, surrounding yourself with great people, right? And earlier, you know, as you mentioned, sometimes, look, we all want to say like, women should empower women. But sometimes, like you said, you come across those situations where you feel like, hey, this woman doesn't have my back. In fact, she's like, you know, treating me wrong. And geez, you know, and my, my, my message to that is, is just know that perhaps she's going through her own thing. And it, it, it's taken me to my adult years. Janice, I'm from New Jersey. So let me just put it out there. I can be a feisty woman just because like that's where I'm from. So if someone's like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes I say, oh man, the Jersey's coming out. I am quick to be like, excuse you. Right. <laughs> but, I, I, hey, I'm from the South. So the redneck comes out all the time. So girl, we got it going on. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But I have, I'm evolving. I'm trying to be, you know, a, a better person. And my point is, that I've I've learned to take to to to, to um, take a moment and and realize that sometimes when someone is short with you or maybe not you know supporting you or treating you right or downright you feel like they're actually trying to throw you under the bus or, or whatever it is if it's another woman for, for that matter I like to change my perspective and go you know what they're probably going through something and it has nothing to do with me so while I might be feeling offended or turned off or dejected or hurt or just disappointed you know what, I'm going to shake it off and, and realize that person is just going through something. It's not personal and they're, they're in a bad place, which is why they're not treating me right. They're probably not treating themselves right or people around them. It has nothing to do with me. And I'm going to continue to surround myself with those people that are lifting me up and are, you know what I mean? And I just, I just, I feel like that has helped me because my old self used to be real quick to be a little offended and I'm not blaming New Jersey, but you know, that's the Jersey way, you know? And, and so I'm like slowly changed. My husband's from the South, from, from Charlotte and he's a gentleman and he's more. Is he really? Patient. That's where yeah. I'm from. Oh, oh my that's goodness. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned a lot from southern him. Southern bow. Look at you. <laughs> he's, he's a more Southern patient person and he doesn't fly off the handle like the crazy Jersey girl. <laughs> and I've learned a lot from him. And that is one of those things. Um, that's one of those things. No, in the South, we're a little bit more passive aggressive. That's right. Little, bless your bless heart. heart. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a lot nicer way to say whatever it is a Jersey person might say. You just keep it to yourself and you just say it that way. I, you know, I just, I have to just reiterate, I love what you just said about, and this is something that over the years I've evolved as well as I used to just take things so personally. And, and then I started thinking, you know, it's not always about me. It's not always about you, Janice. It's not always about you, Elaine. It's about the, what the other person's going through. And I think that's what maturity does to us. And, you know, some of us learn it earlier than later, but I had to, of course, develop a very thick skin over the years. And, and what I decided to do is, you know, when someone does say something or does something, or they don't even mean to, I never, ever take it as a negative. I never take it as something personal. And this is another tip and trick that if you can get to the point in your, in your self-development that you do realize that they're going through something, but also that always, 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 if you can, look at the positive in everyone. Look at the best in everyone. See only the good in everyone. Don't see the bad. Overlook the bad. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge it, but overlook it. Mm -hmm. And only see the good in that person because everybody's got good in them. Mm -hmm. And then you can, you know, hopefully, maybe you're, role modeling for that person. Maybe you were placed in that person's life for a reason to help mm-hmm. them get through what they're getting going through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we lash out to the people sometimes we love the most. So don't mm-hmm. take things personally. Sometimes take it as a compliment. It means that they feel comfortable with you. Yeah. So a great tip or trick. And it is your own self-evolution and empowerment that allows you to rise above 
mm-hmm. and be that better person in the moment and and not acknowledge the bad behavior, work through it and and evolve through it and role model through it. I think those are great tips, Elaine. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with everything that you shared as well. Um, You know, another thing while you were talking, my mind is one of those things like you say something and I'm like, yes, I agree with that. And hey, on top of that, you know, here's, here's another thing that has helped me along the way. And I hope for anyone listening and interested in, you know, just this idea of empowering yourself and, you know, just, just, you know, um, leading with, with confidence. Um, is perspective, perspective, and then and then gratitude is the next word. And when we earlier you talked about life's up and ups and downs, we all have them. And something that um, I've learned with maturity, um, and it has helped me um, keep going, is this perspective that when bad things happen, instead of you know focusing on it and becoming dejected and and making you not uh, go for other things or reach your goals or quitting on whatever. Mm-hmm. This perspective of sort of why didn't that work out and what can I learn from that? And oh, by the way, I think I'm glad it didn't work out because I, I just feel like the universe has a way of, of blocking those things not meant for you, even if you wanted them. And usually it takes time to realize that. You know what I mean? Just the quintessential, let's just talk about, you know, look, I'm a married woman. But like, you know, let's just talk about when you're in high school and you date a boy and it ends and you're devastated. But you realize all these years later, like, thank God. <laughs> thank God. That was <laughs> thank God. <laughs> and, and if we can think about that with the other things in our lives, the other things we're going for that we don't get, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's this perspective of that wasn't meant for me because there's something better around the corner. And you got to believe that. And then on top of that, you have to kind of take this perspective of, I'm grateful I went through that. You know, I'm grateful. Um, because also, when you do get to the place of those things that you want to achieve, it feels so great to have earned it. And, you know, nothing worth earning comes easily. You know what I mean? And so there's going to be those pits and valleys. And you got to tell yourself that you're grateful for those things that got in your way because they kind of like, you know, I know this might sound all foo-foo and whatnot, but it helped shape you and create that grit inside of you to keep going and you learn from that. And um, that's just a a tip that I've learned to help me get through those challenging times. Guess what? I'm going to be grateful for it. It could have been worse. It wasn't. What did I learn from it? And now I'm moving on. That's fantastic. And then gratitude, also just gratitude for what you have in the moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've talked about this on some other shows, and I'm sure you have too in, in your show, but just maybe I don't do it every day and I should, but journaling what I'm grateful for mm-hmm. and just reminding myself that I'm in this place uh, in my life right now for a reason. It's I'm either coming, I'm coming from something, I'm going to something. I'm always going towards my ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. And we do get sidetracked along the way. And I think sometimes people get permanently sidetracked because they don't stop and realize and have that perspective you're talking about and having gratitude. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad person out there if you've done that. Mm-hmm. It just means that you need to be kinder to yourself and remember that, you know, you are loved, you need to be grateful and God has a plan for you and that you're and the universe has a plan for you and you just have to believe enough in yourself. And then mm-hmm. that it all sounds like simple enough that we're talking about it, but it's right. really hard to do this stuff. It's hard. You're right. Not Everything we're hard. saying, these are simple concepts, right? Everything we're saying, like be a good person, get people to be grateful, but it's, it's the practice of yeah. it. The, pra- the practice of it, like mm-hmm. being consistent, being intentional, doing it often like kind of living it, you know, not just like doing it, but really embracing it in your heart and then acting on that gratitude. That's the stuff that, you know, it's not always easy, but it's, I feel like it's, it's um, a great tip. And I think that it's important and then it serves, serves everyone so well. It does. I mean, it's just like, if you have a, 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 a fitness routine, you know, obviously we want us all be healthy and stay in shape, but if you don't routinely take mm-hmm. care of yourself by working out, then you're going to see the results of that. And if you mm-hmm. do set that intention and you work out, let's say four times a week, which I think is the sweet spot, mm-hmm. then you are going to see 
results, anything with a lifestyle diet as well, anything with your beauty routine as well, anything that you do intentionally and have gratitude for what you have, you will get better. So this goes right into it too, but this thing is just the one area that most of us lack in. Mm-hmm. Most of us don't practice and most of us don't allow that time in our day to have these intentions that you're mentioning that are such great tips and tricks and in just to, to remind the tips that I, I'm taking notes too, because I want to put it in our show notes for everyone. But just as a reminder, just, you know, surround yourself with great people. Don't compare yourself with others, change your perspective to the positive and be grateful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when it doesn't work out, consider it a blessing and you'll, Absolutely. Know, you'll know why eventually. And yeah. then be intentional about taking care of yourself and be intentional with your gratitude. All Absolutely. great tips and tricks that empower you. So, so you've had a great you had a great year. You've had a couple of bad years. Now you're back on top. Just yes. you know, talk about some of the things that you've been because I know you've been doing a lot of new things too. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for asking. So um, I'm excited for 2020, and I'm grateful for all the lessons from you know the past couple of years as well. All the blessings and all the challenges, all of it. I'm grateful for it. Um, and so yeah, I. I host a podcast and I love doing that. It's for the Better Business Bureau and it's called The Bistro. And um, I've been doing that for three years and it's, it's wonderful. It's phenomenal. I really enjoy doing it. And I'm learning a lot. Um, and so I'm constantly trying to improve myself and learn more and it's, it's phenomenal. And then on top of that, I, I produce and host the show called Capital Connect, as I mentioned earlier, and I love doing that. Um, I'm also doing, Janice, some really fun commercial acting. My Oh, girl. Kids have gotten a little bit involved in that. And that's, yeah, it's one way that like my kids and I are doing these fun things together. We're not doing it like hardcore, like, you know, I'm not driving to LA or anything like that. Although that'd be fun. But we are totally down for doing like fun local commercials. It's great work. It's a fun time and we're doing it together. Um, And then on top of that, I continue to kind of give my energy towards causes that are important to me. So, um, you know, locally where I live and, and as much as I can, Otherwise, being a champion and an advocate in the fight to end human trafficking is something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I also, you know, just things that around uh, that center around children, because I have children, um, are things that are important to me. So I'm on the advisory board for a nonprofit called Touching Heart, which teaches children the joy of giving through service. Um, and that's, hey, by the way, here we go. Another tip, they're just sprinkling in through through things that I do in my life. And I hope that other people aim to do that well, to aim to do that also, but service and, and back to pageantry, but you know, it, it's such an emphasis on service and it's, and it's a wonderful practice, but um, teaching your children service and, or just doing it yourself um, is another beautiful way to lift yourself up while li- lifting others up. And there's really nothing more powerful and beautiful than that. And so I, you know, aim to make that part of our life, part of our everyday life. And so that's really where, you know, 2020, I'm hoping to put continued energy towards all of those things. Great advice and service to others does. I think it also serves you so well when you help yeah. others and you've got to do something that's passionate to you. You that's know, right. something that really does make you feel like you're you're feeling whole or, you know, we've all had things happen to us. Like, you know, my service is through American Lung Association, American Mm -hmm. Cancer Society, because I lost my parents to cancer. Mm -hmm. And so that sort of fills that void for me and it makes Mm -hmm. me feel good. And I, it took me a while to sort of find my way and find Mm -hmm. my place. And you have to be ready for the things that you are volunteering because it brings up a lot of emotion. But by doing that service, you also work through your emotion and you help others through the times that they're going through with that emotion too. And Mm -hmm. I can't, tell you how many times that I've been out and about and volunteered and I've just listened to other people's mm-hmm. stories and made it about the person in front of me. And it healed me so much just mm-hmm. in being able to listen to others that are, again, like we talked at the beginning, that are going through, everybody's going through something. And mm-hmm. if you focus on what they're going through, it helps heal what you're going through and always Absolutely. make it about you know, that other that other person too. It helps evolve. Yeah. So Absolutely. Like, how did you get involved with um, the human tracking, trafficking? Because I know that is a big hot topic right now. Yeah. But you've been involved for a number of years and you are also yeah. a speaker for Northern Virginia Human Trafficking Task Force. So you're very involved. So how did you get involved with that? 
You know, Janice, um, right after college, when I graduated college in 1999, my first uh, uh, job out of college was that I was teaching English at a university in Bangkok, Thailand. So like five days after I graduated, I flew to Bangkok. I had my apartment. I lived by myself and I lived in Bangkok, Thailand. And as you might imagine, just from me sharing that, that living in Bangkok that year, I saw a lot of things. It's a beautiful country and a wonderful country and it has my heart and I love it so much. Um, but that was where I first encountered trafficking, but I didn't know it. You know what I mean? I was not familiar with that. Um, but I saw what I saw and I, I didn't know what I was seeing fully, but you know, I knew something wasn't right about just what I saw. And that year was a wonderful year of travel for me. And I, I hate to say that I saw what I saw in the Philippines and I saw it in Cambodia and I saw it in, you know, Vietnam and I saw it in Nepal and, and, and you're seeing it everywhere. And, um, it was just eye opening. And at the time I was in my twenties. So like really in no place to, to do anything. I didn't, I just didn't know what I didn't know. And then years later as an adult, um, and, and, and it, I'm, I'm going to say probably through this opportunity of pageantry and having the platform to use my voice, um, I found myself um, feeling like I wanted to give back in some way. And you mentioned earlier when you, um, you volunteer for, is it the American Lung Society? Is that what you American said? American Lung Association. Uh -huh. American Lung Association. It's things that you're passionate about where you're going to make the most impact. You know what I mean? Um, there's so many worthy and wonderful causes, but things that touch your heart are the places where you should put your energy because you're passionate about it. And when you're passionate about it, you can make an impact. And so because I had experienced it firsthand and I had seen it with my own eyes, it was something that nagged at my heart. Like I, I want to say I saw a documentary, quite frankly. And when I, I watched this hour long documentary and when it was over, I was like, just absolutely galvanized. Like I cannot just change the channel and move on with my life. I, I it's bringing back everything that I saw 20 years ago. Like, what can I do? What, what can I do? And, and I have another kind of phrase or saying or tip, but I always go back to, if not you, then who, you know, that's my, my way of keeping myself accountable to do something. And so from there, I just started reaching out and looking into it and Googling things and trying to find out everything that I could about human trafficking. And initially my idea was this abroad notion, right? Because that's where I had seen it. And we're all at least familiar with the idea that in third world countries, this happens and it's awful. And in my, in my process of sort of educating myself, I'm realizing, oh my gosh, this is, this is a problem right here in my backyard outside of Washington, DC. This is a problem in every state in America. This is a problem in every country of the world. This is a worldwide epidemic. And it is probably one of the most horrible, awful you know, disgusting and evil things that can happen to someone. And I, I don't know, I just felt like, what, what can I do? And from there, I was connected with someone locally, because I live in Northern Virginia, um, through organizations locally, where I sat down and I met with people and I was trying to understand, what does your organization do? And what are your needs? And how can I help? And, and because I had that platform of Mrs. DC America, and this was, you know, or later, it wasn't then early, but I felt like, listen, I, I know people or I, you know, and at that point I was, you know, co-producing the show and I thought I can shine the spotlight on this. That's how, what I can do. I have a voice. I can use it. I have opportunities to make this more public, I guess, share, you know, raise awareness. And so that's what I did. And so that's what I've been doing is just trying to raise awareness about what human trafficking is, how it's affecting local communities. Um, I just feel like knowledge is power and it's, you know, a dark topic. It's not something I want to talk about because it's fun. Um, I would much rather go, that's a horrible thing. And I don't, I don't really want to think about it, but it's precisely because it's so dark and terrible that someone's got to talk about it and let's shine light on it. And, oh, by the way, there's the Jeffrey Epstein's of the world and things are coming to light in a more mainstream, you know, environment where I do hope that, that not only the American public, but the international community and is, is moving closer to prosecuting people, to preventing this and to supporting victims and to rescue victims. It's, it's just an evil that, um, 
you know, when, when, when people are being abused in that way, literally as slaves, it's just like, it's just, I can't think of anything more awful. So if there's anything that I can do to at least raise awareness and encourage parents to talk to their children about what these dangers are, because they, they exist in the most upscale communities in America, it just as much as they do in, in the most impoverished third world countries. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's my, my way of, of going, you know, how can I help, you know? Um, and so I've just done various things in trying to raise both awareness, raising money for certain local nonprofits to help them do what they do. Um, locally, one here helps support recently recovered victims and help them get back on their feet. And so I've been trying to help, you know, again, raise money and raise awareness for this organization. And so, and so that's what that is. And, and um, I certainly hope at the very least people um, pay attention when they hear it on the news and don't just think that's happening somewhere else to somebody else. This is happening like, you know, in plain sight. And if you see something, say something and, you know, just do a quick Google search and try and understand what's going on in your own community. You'd be surprised to know that, you know, in, in nail salons and, and massage parlors, there are people trapped there right now. And oh, by the way, there's also just your average American girls that go to high school and get manipulated and coerced by people in her high school too. You know, it's just, it's happening in so many different forms and fashions and we just need to educate ourselves and most importantly, talk about it. Yeah, so. that's amazing. And you can just really feel and hear the passion in your voice. Mm. And I, you know, it just brings us back to your yeah, passion can become your purpose. And that's really, yeah. you need to have passion for the things that you do in your life, whether it's work or play or service. And you definitely have that passion. And, you know, I encourage everyone listening to have a passion for what you do. And mm-hmm. whether that's through charity or through helping, you know, every single person counts every single thing that we do out there counts, no matter how big or small, it makes a huge, huge, huge difference in becoming a better world. And that empowers who you are as a person too. Yeah. So you do all these things and, you know, and we've talked about balance and prioritization on, on previous shows. And it's a, it's a underlying topic in almost every conversation that I have with Mm -hmm. my guests, because we're all trying to do it all. We're trying to have it all. We're trying to, you know, that is just what we want. We want to have our cake and eat it too, so to yeah. speak. We want to be, we want to be fulfilled. So balancing it and is is empowering, but it's also very, very difficult. But mm-hmm. there are steps to take to to empower ourselves, to to build that self-confidence and to to brand ourselves out there so that we can get next level. What tips do you have for us for that that you use? Yeah. Thanks for asking. And I've learned a lot too from listening to your podcast and to other people and, and uh, just other people before me. So I've learned a lot too. And what has helped me in terms of the balance is, is just keeping in mind my priorities, which first and foremost, are my children, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that helps really keep me grounded as far as like what I can and cannot do, what I am willing to do, what I'm not willing to do. Um, my husband is a huge help to me because I'm a, we talked about this earlier, I'm a yes girl, right? I'm, you know, <laughs> I, if someone is asking me to be part of something or help with something, it's not that I don't know how to say no, it's that I want to say yes. I'm, I'm generally open and willing, right? And so that's been a challenge for me. Um, and so I lean on my husband a lot to, I, you know, pretty, of course, you know, we have people in our lives, whether this is your best friend, your parent, your husband, or whomever, but I lean on him a lot to share things. And what do you think? And there's been a lot of times where he'll say, how is this getting you closer to your goals or towards what you want to do? And if it's not, it's okay to say no. You know, that's not, you know, it's okay to say no. And so that has helped me a lot. Just, you know, being okay with saying, I would love to, but I can't. Thanks so much. Maybe next time. Um, And that's, that's been a challenge. And I think as women uh, in general, you know, I think men are so many, which is why I lean on him, but men are so quick to go, no, (laughs) like, no, that's not what I'm trying to do. Women, we want to give, we want to help. We want to say yes. We don't want to say no. We don't want to disappoint people. So that's been a challenge in terms of the balance is learning to be learning to say no and learning to say no. I mean, I believe in the yes and philosophy too. We talked about that, you know, but you have to be able to take a breath and Mm -hmm. say no sometimes. Or Mm -hmm. I I always say it's not no forever. It's just no for now. Yeah. And then that, uh, that makes 
whatever situation, them to realize that it's not that severe. It's not, it's not personal. It's not personal. Yeah. It's just that I don't have time at this particular moment in my life. But please keep asking. <laughs> right. Right. And the same goes for opportunities that you're trying to to take advantage of. If if it's no to me, I think okay. It's not no forever. It's just no right now. It's no with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we yeah, should both agree to really want to pursue, you know, don't let no get in your way. Maybe, maybe that particular situation is not right. No, but, sometimes is a maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. That's right. And then, you know, I have this other philosophy. And uh, so, so on the sound of it, it sounds negative, but it's actually positive. And I call it, I like made this up. I told my jokingly, I'm like, I need to write a book about this. Right. And so it's called the, I, maybe someone else has thought of this too, but I made it up one day in my head and it's the anti-obligation revolution. And I said, oh honey, this is it. I'm obsessed with this. And the idea is when you, okay, obligations are just that. They're not exactly something I want to do, right? It's an obligation. And I'm not talking about the obligation of paying your bills or things you absolutely have to do that are necessary in your life. What I'm talking about is just those other things that like, listen, if it feels like an obligation, but you don't really want to do it, do everyone a favor and then maybe don't. (laughs) Because here's why, and here's why, here's why it's actually like a positive thing. And I feel strongly, and we talked about passion and energy, and I feel really strongly about those things. I feel like when you are giving something your positive energy and your passion, that's when you're going to make a difference. But if you don't really want to do something, right, you're showing up to something with sort of flat to negative energy. You're not really trying to give it your all. You're bare minimum here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so... I feel like that's something that has helped me in terms of saying no and maintaining that balance. I think to myself, do I want to do this or is it, is it feeling like an obligation? Like if someone asks me, can you come to this? Can you go to that? Do you, can you meet me for here? Or whatever it is. It, it's not personal, but I think to myself, unless I really want to do that, I don't want to give less than my best self to someone. I don't want to give, that's just not who I even want to, I don't even want to represent myself like that, like halfway. You know what I mean? I and do. so I think no. to myself, it's yeah. Half, half. So, I mean, I hate to say, yeah, it's my language. I almost said that. Like, okay. It is. It is a half-assed approach of doing of doing something. And you know, there's that. And this is something we sometimes forget: is that there is that little voice inside of us sometimes, and it may not be like your internal person talking to you, you know, yourself talking to you going, oh, but it is that I don't really want to do it. I feel obligated to do it. I probably should do it. You know, they've done a lot for me, or I should say yes, because I'm a yes person. But that internal voice, that feeling that you have that's in the pit of your stomach, or for me, it's sort of in the, like, really, it's at my heart Mm -hmm. is where I feel it. I'll feel like this lump in my heart of, I don't really want to do that, although I do want to do it because I want to do, I want to say yes to things. Mm-hmm. But when you have that feeling wherever it hits you, whether it's in your head, in your heart, in your gut, you're right. You're going to do a half-ass job. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be 100% committed and it's not the right thing for you at that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where so many of us, myself included, I'll maybe not do something because I feel that way, but then I regret it later on, Mm -hmm. but you've got to let go of regret because your internal person said your, your gut told you Mm -hmm. no for a reason. You weren't supposed to do that because it wasn't the right timing or it was going to be too much on your plate. Mm -hmm. So give yourself permission to listen to yourself. Mm -hmm. The thing about it is, and again, the whole philosophy is say it's not no forever. It's just no for now. I can't do it. I can't do it this time. Please keep me in mind for next time. And then that way you're sort of letting yourself out of the obligation because your gut's saying no, but yet future is there. You know, yeah. it's, it's, you're not saying no forever. Yep. yep. Um, it's and not then like you're, you're breaking also, up with that person, you know? <laughs> you're not, and, then, and then also when that time comes or, or, or in a different circumstance, I'm giving you my best self because mm. I want to be there. This um, is the right timing. Yeah. I don't want to give my halfway. And that's not who I want to be. That's not how I want to represent myself. So guess what? If, if that's what it's going to come down to, I'd rather not. You don't want me. That doesn't even serve your cause. That doesn't serve you. 
You know what I mean? Right, and and right. so I just feel like that's the way in my mind, that's the perspective that I take to allow myself to go to, to, to find that balance. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm not going to do it all the way with passion, then I'm not going to do it. Uh, and I'm not, again, I'm not talking about those major things you just got to do. I'm just talking about, you know, when it comes down to making choices of where you're going to put your time and energy, um, I say, do those things that you want to do, do them with passion or, or say no for that moment and, and wait till it's a better time. Yeah. So how have you been able to brand yourself? Cause you are definitely a go-getter and you've, you're doing all these great things, hosting a show, hosting a podcast. So, you know, that's something I think that's important. A lot of people have reached out to me and they, you know, they have questions about branding and they want to know about, so, you know, what do you do that's unique to you? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's funny. I mean, there is a certain science to it. Mm-hmm. If you want to brand yourself for the purpose of a business or whatever, whatever it is, you do want to be really um, thoughtful and um, what is the word? Intentional, right? And so you really have to slow down and ask yourself, what is my overall brand? What is the style and the tone of, of, of me, my you know, brand, my company, my business, my, my work, whatever it is, right? Um, and, and being consistent with that message, I think is, is very helpful in branding oneself. Um, you know, the, the lines get blurry on social media sometimes. So I do utilize social media to, to kind of brand myself in what I do, um, in, in being a speaker or a host for events or whatever it is. Um, and so you want to be careful that when you're putting your things out there, obviously we know it's public, but be intentional about the things that you're sharing. Um, stick with the tone and style of what the brand is that you want to put out there and then also own that. You know what I mean? Don't put something out there and not be that. Own that. Um, but be careful about, you know, posting other things that, that are um, not in line with that. And sometimes, again, that gets blurry because with social media, you know, sometimes we want to post what we're going, what's going on in our day. And maybe that's not the most positive thing. Or maybe we have an opinion about something. Mm-hmm. Maybe, um, you know, I'm, my husband has helped me with that as well. Sometimes he'll say, <laughs> and this is a great tip for anyone, but he'll say, you know, refrain from putting your opinion, like political opinions, blah, 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 blah. Not oh, that I don't have them. Yes. You know, not that I don't have them, but <laughs> maybe, you know, when you have a business or you, whatever it is, to share that publicly because that's that's just you know that's just my personal opinion and that's separate from your business your brand whatever it is you're trying to do and you just want to keep that really um that messaging consistent and so that's just like a tip for me or what I've tried to do um I also I also um share what I love and and um when I say that, what I mean to say is, you know, just for example, I might promote certain, you know, products or things like that, but I aim to not sell anything. I aim to share what I love. Even, even when I'm promoting my podcast, I want people to listen to the podcast. You know, you want to do it in a way where I'm not bothering someone like, please listen to my podcast, but I want to share the value in it. Um, so I think sharing value so that other people are gaining something from it, you know, just trying to rise above the noise. And I'm not calling other people or their content noise, but let's face it, there's a lot of noise out there on all kinds of platforms. And I don't want to add to it. I want to provide value. Um, And I think that when you find that special, uh, what do you want to call it? Um, uh, Oh gosh, what am I thinking of? Like that, that, that special schedule of how you share things, what you're sharing, your messaging. Mm-hmm. I'm always aiming to make sure that it's providing value to someone and not just noise because you want to be looked at as someone who has something valuable to offer um, and not just pretty shiny things to see because there's all kinds of pretty shiny things to see all over the internet all over people's websites, and whatever. So, there is a lot of overload on social mm-hmm. media. And I'm, I'm the same. I will like, I do like to share like, you know, thoughtful content or maybe mm-hmm. it's something, you know, that's relevant to uh, an upcoming, you know, show that I might be doing a podcast I might be doing, but it's because it's, it's relevant to something that can help enhance, mm-hmm. provide 
what people may be going through in the world mm-hmm. today and or maybe uh, something, a topic that people have reached out to me that they want to hear more on. So, and you know, if in just Facebook in general is a way of keeping in touch with people, but it's also a way of just enhancing lives. So I, mm-hmm. I love that you're branding yourself. And if you are someone who's an entrepreneur or someone who is looking to build their self-confidence and, and have their best year ever mm-hmm. is... Again, going back to that creating energy. Energy mm-hmm. creates energy. When you Absolutely. when you are with like-minded people or you have people that are lifting you up or you're lifting someone else up or you're reaching out to someone, when you have that great energy that you are wanting to say yes and and be empowered as a person and to learn and to grow, more great things are going to happen for you. So I think that is my number one tip for branding yourself is always make it about that positive, mm-hmm. that positive impact that you can make in the lives of others, mm-hmm. um, you know, while pursuing your passion in your dream. And if you don't have passion for it anymore, then it might be time to just put that away for now. Yeah, um, you should feel that passion in your life. And so you're very passionate, um, Elaine. And I love the tips and the tricks that you've shared with us throughout telling your story and all the great things that you're doing, because I think it's an empowerment, not just for women, but for men alike. And sometimes we forget that we need to take those moments to allow ourselves to be intentional, to be um, grateful for what we have, to surround ourselves with with good people and a great and a good environment. And if you are in an environment that's not good for you and you feel that it's toxic, then maybe it's time to work to get out of that environment. And, you know, that can be in a multitude of different, you know, venues Mm -hmm. that I'm talking about, but it's important to get out of a toxic environment for you to thrive and Mm -hmm. to be intentional with the gratitude of where you are. And all that will leave you, lead you to self-empowerment, self-confidence, and do everything that you want to do in 2020, just like our special guest, Elaine. So thank you so much. So how can we reach you um, if someone wants to reach out to you, follow you, all the things that you recommend on social media, if you could share Mm -hmm. those with us, and also how we can watch Capital Connect and listen to The Bistro. Awesome. Thank you so much for asking. And thank you. Thank you, Janice, for having me on your show. I'm so grateful. Um, And I've loved reconnecting with you through this. Um, But yes, you can find me, I guess the best way is through social media. And from there, you know, you'll see the links of other things, but you can find me on Instagram. It's Mrs. DC America 2015. Um, I'm on LinkedIn at Elaine Espinola Kelts. Um, And then my website is media www.mediasavvy that's s-a-v-v-e dot net and i share things there as well where you can find links to the show and links to the bistro podcast um and and i would love to connect with anyone and so um i'm really grateful for the opportunity well thank you elaine have a great day thank you so much janice and i'll talk to you soon all right bye all right bye Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Beauty Call Podcast and subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.